Hey guys, awesome episode today. Dating older women and moving cities with an ex in town. Check it out, enjoy, share with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. It's J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You are the group that makes it happen. That's right. Every Tuesday and Friday, we're here with your emails. Your stories, your questions, and you're the one that keeps it going. You guys tell a friend, you tell a coworker, you are the reason we have listeners every week new ones, old ones, babies, toddlers, friends, family, everyone with ears. Keep feathering those nuts, and it feels good. Woo! You know what it feels like? You know what I'm really into, Shelby? What's that? Gold Bond Spray. It's the Gold Bond Powder, but it's been weaponized. You spray it right on your nuts, and that's what it feels like. A cold spray of Gold Bond Right on my nuts every time you make it your Instagram story or you tell a friend or when you bring a friend to a show. Oh, my God. I was just in Seattle and I'm coming to San Francisco. I'm there right now. It's Friday. Tonight, San Francisco, Cobb's Comedy Club. Tonight and tomorrow. Need you. Need you. Love meeting you guys after the show because when you come up to me, you go, I'm the one that listens, and then this is my friend, and that's my friend, and I drag this person because I tell you know, I hear the words that I put in your mouth. He went to Jared. That's right. <laughs> that's right. You so, got to go to a Swan Oyster Depot if you're in SF, man. Swan Oyster Depot. YouTube it. It's. It's Bourdain's favorite. It was his favorite Uh-oh. spot. Guest chiming in early. Yeah, it's <laughs> a little early, I'm but sorry, I'm very, I didn't don't know. worry about it. Are you professional or not? I, no. I, I'm very excited about <laughs> Seriously, today's Seriously, man, guests. you and me, we're fucking done professionally. We're, we're bringing it on. Sam Morell, thank you for coming on. Okay, <laughs> Thank Pete. you. Uh, Great guest alert. Welcome back. <laughs> uh, definitely hit up that spot, though. It's, okay. It was Bourdain, and the guy who runs it looks like uh, SF Colin Quinn. Love it. It's great. It's the Love best it. food. Okay. Amazing. So I'll be there. I'll be at the Oyster Swan Oyster Company. What's it called? Swan Oyster Depot. Depot. Amazing. Okay. I'm going there. <laughs> and I'm going to be in San Francisco. I love doing comedy in San Francisco. One That's of the best. The best. So I listen. The city is another. I mean, it's like it, it, it's so gentrified. now. It, it's like it's like you either look like you're on Star Trek or Dawn of the Dead. That's, you know, there's like the future yeah. and the tweakers. It's sad. Yeah, there's a lot going. I mean, it's it's. Uh, you see it in Seattle a little bit too when I was there. Yeah. In San Francisco, you see it a lot where it's like 
Brutal. The haves and the have-nots. Yeah. Walking around. And I think, like, you know, Michelle always says this when we're on the road. She'll say, politicians and comedians are the only ones that really see the country. Like, we... And, and I, I agree with that. Like, we're going to all these places. Like, so I'll, sometimes I'll say things about certain places and they'll go, someone will write and be like, but you didn't see this area. And I'm like, <laughs> I saw enough. Yeah. That's how I like to open my set, like a politician. I say, uh, I was just in San Francisco and I met a young homeless woman named Tista. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so listen, I'm going to be in San Francisco. Come on out, jaredfreed.com. Uh, three shows tonight and tomorrow. I'm pumped to be here because I'm there right now. I'm here with Sam Morell. Pumped to have him. All of you guys go follow Sam. Fucking hilarious comic. He's at Sam Morell on Instagram. You're putting out stand-up videos. Yeah. It's, it's like almost daily. I put out a lot. I love it. I think it's great. <laughs> I When I get a freed like, I appreciate it. Yeah. I, I definitely, um, yeah, I feel like you got to do something at this point to get people out. But it's that, helping, right? It helps. It definitely helps. And uh, it forced me to either find old stuff that would just be nowhere otherwise. Of course. Or uh, just do a topical bit. So, But listen, people, go follow Sam on Instagram because it's a good follow. That's the thing. You know, we were having discussions at the cellar, like people were saying, well, now everyone, now everyone posts their, their stand-up videos. But I'm like, yeah, to us, it feels like a lot because we all follow each other. Right. But to the, you know, the regular Joe and Jim, they follow maybe one stand-up comedian, two, maybe That's three. And it's like, you know, with you, you know, we want quality follows. And yeah. I think Sam's one of those people for you out there because I'm saying you're giving them a daily thing that maybe they never would have had. It's not a picture of your food. It's not, right. you know, I, I, I try to put out like a tweet every other day. I like that. I like when you put jokes up. Yeah. I like comics that put up jokes. A jokes. And I'm just there. And I, I live by the motto, ABF. Always I don't, be I don't know what you're talking about when you're doing The Bachelor because I don't, I don't watch it, <laughs> but everything else I appreciate. Well, The Bachelor. And I know that too. I know that like people love that. So. See, that's the thing. When I have people come up to me and they go, you know, it is nice to have them say, you know, the tweets keep it alive. That's kindling, I, th I think. The Bachelor stuff, I'm like, to me, that's a show. Like, right. I'm doing a show every Monday night with the show. Maybe they'll give you a show. Like, some network will be like I, the post-Bachelor show or something. Don't get me hard. <laughs> don't even <laughs> Not say Not in those it. shorts, man. Not in these shorts. It's going to yeah. crush me. Yeah, these is, I'm in sweat shorts, baby. Me too, man. We're both in sweat shorts. How comfortable. This Look is the future, these. baby. I mean, you're making me like, feel like I have the most pale legs on the planet. Oh, I tan. I, oh, do I you really? Out. I go out. You know, I lay out. Oh, okay. Yeah, why not? I, uh, but I, I do think that would be the dream scenario. Yeah. To be Chris Harrison's apprentice. <laughs> oh, what I would I don't know do. who that is, but I'm guessing it's He's like... the host of the show. Oh, okay. The easiest, the easiest and best job in the country. Jesus. He literally comes on at the end. She'll freak out. He comes in and goes, are you okay? Is there anything <laughs> I can do? And then he goes away. He comes at the end of the episode. He goes, he goes, and now make your decision. And that's yeah. it. And then he does a one... powerful conversation. That's right. You <laughs> can't miss. That's basically him. Every time he's doing the powerful moments. Damn. And then he does one show at the end, and it's the, the guys tell all. It's like the review show. Oh. And that's the hardest show of the whole year, but it's one night. It's certainly an ending you won't see coming. That's it. <laughs> so, uh, I, yeah. But I, I think what's going on with Instagram is like, you want a place that you can go and share something and, and have a laugh for a couple minutes and 
you're doing that for people. So people should go follow you, you at know, Sam Marone. A lot of people will just post the meme. And I was like, well, I want to at least people know that like where some of these memes are coming from. Because <laughs> some people will just yeah. take our shit. And you they know? take our shit. And I think also with The Bachelorette and with you putting up stand-up, it's a real connection to like, oh, this is a person. Right. I think with tw- I used to live tweet The Bachelorette and, you know, tweets would go off and do well. But no one ever came to shows because of it. Now, right. with the videos on Instagram, uh, when I put those up, it, there's an actual like, oh, I'm watching it with this. I like this guy. I, right. I think that's like the difference. They want to be your friend. I get it. Oh, yeah. Come out to a show. San Francisco. <laughs> looking at you. So listen, go follow Sam. And you got a couple of things coming out. You're doing a web series. I'm going to do a web show with a, another... Uh, Mark Norman. Mark Norman, who's great. He was we're just gonna, on this podcast. We're doing a... It's about us drinking together. It's going to be fun. And uh, and then I'm going to do... If you're into basketball, me and Stavros Hulk is... We're starting it tonight. We just decided... I mean, it was like in the talks forever. And then we're, yeah. like the Knicks off season. I was like, dude, I need a van. He said, let's, let's do you do have it. a name for it yet? It's called Pod Don't Lie with Sam and Stav. Like, like... Like ball. ball don't lie. Yeah, it's fun. And uh it's gonna be it's gonna be good, man. There we Stav go. Stav is he's so good at talking hoops. He's a big uh, hoops guy, I didn't even know. Huge. He looks Huge. like the basketball. <laughs> so <laughs> he does. <laughs> so listen, go follow Sam at Sam Morell. Those projects yeah. are coming out. Instagram's probably the easiest way to find those things. Stand up videos all the time. They're all fantastic and great. Let's do some emails. You ready? Let's do it. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com hide or seek hey papa jt love you thanks for bringing sarcasm and realness to my life much needed i have a predicament and would love your advice my ex and i broke up a couple months ago we ended on okay terms and are quote-unquote friendly but don't really talk because it's still a little bit raw we ended it even though we still loved each other because our lifestyles interests were too different i happen to be moving to his city in about a month It has nothing to do with him, and he knows that. I got a great job offer, and I'm moving down with a couple of friends. My question is, do I attempt to hang out, be friends with him when I move down? I have no intention of starting things up again, but I do feel like it would be nice to catch up and be uh, be a part of each other's lives since we are really close and important to each other. What do you think is the move here? Can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. This, this has nothing to do with you. I got a great engineering job in Aleppo. And uh, <laughs> no, it's, I, it's, I mean, you break up for a reason, right? Yeah. I don't know. But they, it, it said their lifestyle. So maybe their lifestyles are more similar now because they'll be in the same place. That's the problem to me is that she's moved. They're saying we, we love each other, but we can't. We can never be. Right. To me, that's two people that don't love each other. That's right. two people that. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> it's know, probably true. Well, that's the thing. Like. You're saying that it's nice to hear and nice to, it's nice to say that to each other, but if we're living in the real world, yeah, we don't love each other enough to stay together. Or you're addicted to the drama. Or maybe they do love each other, but they're addicted to the drama and that's like- Off again, on again, whatever it might be. That could be it too. I I do think though, and now she's moving to the city. You love each other, but you're moving to the city. You're not making it work. You don't love each other. Let's start at that. Second of all, still friendly. I don't. That doesn't make sense to me. And she says it's still raw, so they don't really talk that much. So you're not friendly. Here's the thing: moving to a new city is very difficult. I know you got a couple friends coming with you. She said, but you want to live in the difficulty. Like when you go somewhere new, to have this guy who already has his life like kind of put together in this city that you're going to, it's gonna 
take away the discomfort and take away you doing the things that will make you better in this city. It's going to be a crutch that you'll never be able to get rid of. Like, I think, like, for if I'm her, it's great to be on good terms with this guy. Right? Yeah. Like, that's a nice Until thing. Until you see him with someone else, and then you're not friendly. Yeah. That's, now, <laughs> if it's raw, the wound is open. Like, it, it was easy for me to be with friends with my ex until I until she said I'm dating someone else. I'm like, well, I don't want to be your friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this isn't even... There's no illusion of the friendship anymore. Yeah. It's like, well... But that's what I'm saying to her, is if she goes down there, friendly, friendly, and then hangs out, and then he gets a girlfriend, and now she's like, oh, now I'm out to water without a fucking canoe. Oh, you know, so now, now you haven't even learned how to live in this new city. You haven't made any new friends. Did she you, say what city? She didn't say the city. But I, I think she needs to get used to living a life without this guy. Totally, but some of the it depends the city with me because if you're talking about like a city like SF or New York, a big city, that's one thing. But when you're going to some mm. little city like Buffalo and you take two swipes and you're out of people on Tinder, you're yeah. like shit. <laughs> that sucks. But at the same time, you need to get used to that. That's the reality of that town. Yeah. So for her, where it's like if you get there and day one, you're like, well, we gotta hang out. You haven't even made you haven't even let yourself be uncomfortable you have to be True. uncomfortable to grow you've made you've it's hard to play hard to get when you there's like a feeling of desperation in a new city yeah i can't find pussy anywhere <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be her running around no pussy i i i think she needs to take a few months of learning how to live in this city on her own yeah he can't be your crutch she said, I, I hate this thing. This is what a lot of people write after a breakout. No, I'd love to like, you know, uh, I don't want to start dating him, but I do want to nice to catch up, be a part of each other's lives. No, 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 oh. no. You figure out your markets and your place to get a haircut and your and, and the friends that are now your roommates that now you guys have a different relationship. All that shit's going to be shitty. Let it be shitty. When you bring him in, you're looking to have a, you're, you know, you want the water wingies. Drown a little bit. It's funny how some people, you just need to hear the heart because it's like ripping, it's it's really like ripping off a Band-Aid. I remember I was on, uh, I was on tour with uh, with Amy Schumer once and we're, mm. in the, we're in like the car and I think I was kind of a wreck from the breakup mm -hmm. and she uh, she could see I was a wreck and she didn't really, I didn't find out till later, but she wrote like a long thing to my ex being like, you know, I, I think he's broken up. I think you guys are great together, all this. And then I was backstage with like one of her uh, tour managers. Yeah. And she was like, grow the fuck up. <laughs> she was like, you're a fucking baby. Yeah. And, and I was like, excuse me? Yeah. It was so, it was so, because, you know, Amy's not exactly, you know, not a blunt person. So it was just funny to see her have this huge heart. And <laughs> I think it was like her hair person was like, you're a fucking pussy. Did you feel, were you like, did you have a moment where you go? I knew she was right, but it's still. It's tough. <laughs> but it's hard to, it's like. I always say on this show. You're in denial. to give, hard to take. Yeah, you're in denial when you still love someone. You And also, it's a weird thing where this person to hurt you, but you just picture their face and you're like, mm. ah, look at that face. It was so nice. And then, <laughs> but then it did these hurtful things to you. So it's hard to, yeah, it's just hard to take in. You don't, you don't. You you intellectually know it, but you you can't put it. But practice. sometimes I think that's like kind of like the beauty of this like podcast where you go, these are two people that don't know me at all, and they're saying, yeah, you're probably right. They don't love each other, right? And it's like we don't, you know. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they do, but maybe I. It's tough to take. It's though. hard to tell. Yeah, it's it's hard to hear that you're not right. I mean, you can't help but feel rejected, right? No. 
JTrain Podcast at gmail.com. JTrain Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Sam Morell. At Sam Morell on Instagram. Decade of difference. Okay. JTrain. That bitch has got the warmest pussy. That's right. <laughs> JTrain, pretty new listener of the pod. Got turned on to you recently after my friend took me to your show at Gotham. Truly doing the Lord's work, feather, feather. On to my situation. I was out at a bar Friday night with friends recently. Met this girl. We hung out, danced, talked, and made out all night. Had a great time. At the end of the night, I walked her to her door, got her number, kissed goodnight. Since then, there's been some light texting, but no solid plans have been made. Here's the catch. She is 36 and I'm 26. Mm. Ten-year age difference. I'd like to hang out with her again because we did have a great time that night we met. And she is also really attractive. Always a plus. What's the move here? I'm kind of at a loss. What would your advice for a younger guy trying to get with older chick? Is this is this about my ex girlfriend? Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> Surprise, I, and she's here. Yeah. I think uh, I think at that age it's probably all right. I don't know. I mean, I, it's like the 22, 23, 24 That's weird to me. But I think once yeah. you're like late twenties, it's a little twenty six. This guy, it's a dude writing in that he wants to get with a thirty six year old woman. You just have to understand what she's going to be looking. Don't be surprised. Right. Don't walk in to a haunted house and be surprised someone <laughs> jumped up behind you. I love uh, your older women listeners are going to love being compared <laughs> to a haunted house. An old crotchety house. <laughs> Cobweb nation. Re re renovations needed everywhere. But I'm saying, you know, yeah. This is, <laughs> I, when you walk, you're going out with an older woman, okay? Hey, mm -hmm. she's going to want dates. She doesn't want to go to your fucking, you know, sports bar and stand the whole time. Right. You know, like she wants to do certain things and you're going to have to try and do those things. Don't be surprised if she goes, if you said you said you're texting and you're trying, no plans have been made. She's probably already turned off because that's an immature thing. Why haven't you said, hey, let's do a date? Friday night, eight o'clock. I got a bar. Here's young, the place. Young is more like like twenty six feels like more like let's get drinks, and thirty six more it feels more like let's get dinner. Yes, exactly. So like yo, know, don't take it personally when she goes. Listen, it was a fun night, but this isn't. I'm not doing this. This isn't a real thing for me. And you know whether we want to admit to it or not, the clock exists for women. It's uh, it's amazing that people that you're hooking people up at your show, man. Yeah, you're, you're getting them in the well, mood. You're doing a lot of relationship material, so that's sure. probably helping. I mean, I have a lot of if a, if you're a man listening to this, you should come to every one of my shows. You should follow me around <laughs> because the amount of women that come, especially live you up live podcasts, the women that come, they're there and they're fun. Look at this guy met the girl, went out, had a great time. You know, whatever, like make out. A, city. a Queen song might not be the best song to describe <laughs> fun. We're talking, but uh, I'm so, with you. Dude, but <laughs> but for this guy, I think with older woman, don't be surprised if you're not the cup of tea because she's like, I'm not dealing with this shit. I, oh, some women are into that. Though. Yeah, some women, some women want to like be in charge. You kind of call the shots if you're the older person usually. So, but if know. I'm him. Make a plan and make sure there are chairs. We all want to sit. I'm yeah. 34. I want to sit. <laughs> I don't want to fucking stand. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored. We got a new one, baby. Oh boy. Oh boy. Ring that bell. New sponsor alert. Okay. It's called Upstart. Upstart. As most of us have found out the hard way. Getting into debt is 
easy. Getting out of it is hard, especially if your FICO score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score and offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off high interest credit card debt. Listen, um, if you have credit card debt, they debt sucks in general. When we did financial planning, we were always advising people the credit card debt goes first because it has the highest rates. So if you're going to pay one versus another, you know, college debt is at a lower rate, especially if it's with, you know, a national, you know, uh, government programs, really low interest. Credit card debt is the one that will kill you. Okay. Upstart goes beyond the traditional FICO score when assessing your credit card wor- credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter interest rate. So that's really helpful. So they're looking at more than just a number. They're looking to help you and get you money in the better way. Upstart believes you're, the mo- you're more than just a credit score. They believe in you and they understand that. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate. In just a few minutes without affecting your credit score, the best part, once the loan is approved, most people get their funds the very next business day. The next day, over 200,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards, student loans, fund their wedding, or make a large purchase. Free yourself from the burden of high interest rate credit card debt. That's the thing. How do you replace you know, one debt with another and yeah. try to make your life easier? So... This is like a, like a little bit of a math equation. You all got to do it, but uh, Upstart's a great way to do that. See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash JTrain, upstart.com slash JTrain to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes and won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash JTrain, upstart.com slash JTrain. Here with Sam Morell at Sam Morell. Go follow. Go support. Get into him. Hilarious comic. You're going to love him. Let's do how to both date and bang. (laughs) All right. I like it. J Train. Love the podcast. I recommend your podcast and you up to literally everyone I know, especially after you did the morning toast. Thank you. All my friends love you. Keep it up. I have a question and would love your advice. I'm in my mid-20s and have had a pretty consistent booty call for the past couple of years. We have great sex and are super comfortable in the bedroom, which is awesome, but we are not a match emotionally. I'm okay with this and love the ease of it all. So my question is this. How do I also make the time to date? I'm I'm a flight attendant, so I'm gone a lot, and it's just easy for me to call the guy and bang instead of date around on Bumble in my limited free time. Am I being lazy? Should I end the booty call situation? I do want a long-term relationship, but like I said, it's just so easy and comfortable with my hookup that I find uh, it hard to balance dating, getting to know someone, and the easy bang. Thank you so much for all your do. She gives her Instagram if Classic Shelb wants to do a lookalike. Sam, <laughs> Shelby has an incredible talent where he is great at telling us what celebrity the person who sends in looks like. She's very cute. Um, oh, she works for an airline that we are a fan of here. Okay. Maybe we've seen each other in the skies. Shelby, do you have a a celebrity in mind? I don't know if that's her in that picture, but 
Here's her with Grandma. Grandma looks great. Shelby, do you have a celebrity? Maybe a Leah Remini. Ooh. Ooh. Ah, never would. Shelby always surprises me with who he chooses. Yeah, I could see a little Leah Remini. Okay, very cute. Sam, do you have any thoughts on this email? I mean, it definitely. I mean, she's you think probably a fuck buddy takes you out of the for sure game. because yeah. he. I mean, I. I there's I, only so much energy. I hooked up with a you know a fuck buddy last night because uh, you mm. know I was I was out at the cellar and uh, this girl uh, DM me and she looked good but yeah it's like you know that the instead of going on this new adventure I went with the the vibe I knew would be good yeah and the comfort and the you know the like all of that plays into that is protection yeah trust yeah you know hooking up with someone new. You have to really like, what do I like this person? Are they on the same page as me? Totally. When you go to the booty call or you go to the fuck buddy situation, all of that stuff is just easier. It's just junk food. Yeah. You know, you're feeding yourself. It's not going to go anywhere. But, you know, you, you are happy and full at the end of it. Yeah. But also it's it definitely leaves you hungry. Yeah. It's like it's more like like soda. Because you're still yeah. kind of hungry, you yeah. know. It's like it satisfies you sexually, but I, I don't know. Yeah, you, if you're looking for a relationship, then yeah, you got to at I, some point. Here's here's what I would say to her: You only have so many hours in the day, right? And that's the thing. So whenever you're with this guy, those are hours that are taken away. And the, also, look at the pie chart of life: sleep, work, family, friends, fucking. Okay. Fucking is a small sliver of that whole pie chart. You go, unless you're fucking addicted, you know, like that's right. what you find out. But to me, I've been in the situation where I'm perfectly cool with this person and we're having a sexual relationship. And then I go, hey, I got to end this. And they'll be like, why? It's so easy and good. And you're like, because I'm not going to meet anyone that I really want to <laughs> hang out with. Yeah, it is. You're kind of protecting yourself in a weird way. But then I feel for women, too, because like a guy, we can be on the road or whatever. Mm. And just because she's in a job where you can travel to yeah. flight attendant. You could just log on a Bumble, as she said, I guess. But, you know, you, you all, as a guy, I could kind of meet anyone, you know, and feel safe, feel safe. Yeah. Whereas and, women, it's like, I mean, have you watched Netflix? There's there's murder shows not every I mean, five minutes most a of one. them are yeah. about women yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean no. like i get the reluctance to, sure you don't I, want to go home too soon well i i think for her cutting off this guy like she has to say to herself yeah i'm not gonna have as much sex as i was but maybe i'll be happier and that's right. a hard thing to like really come to terms with sometimes it's yeah sometimes it's good to just force yourself in uncomfortable situations because that's where you, that's where good stuff comes well, from. Well, that's you know? what we were talking about with the girl moving to the new city where it's like, well, I'll just hang out with my ex. No, you hang out with your ex. You are basically, you're getting the five minutes of feeling good for a year right. of not feeling good. So it's like, same for the sex situation. I can't tell her to end the fuck buddy situation. I don't know what she wants to do. But I will say, you are not dating someone that could be great just to have good. You're kind of going backwards each time you do it. Yeah. And like, also think about like when you go to him, that's a night that you would have had the energy to go on a date. That's the night you would have had the energy to meet someone new. That's the night you would have had the energy to like, you know, text with someone that was new in your life. Yeah. Or a friend. And then also what it does is you have friends 
that aren't hooking you up or aren't bringing you up because they go, oh, well, she's fucking that guy. That's true. You know, you take yourself out of... You're out of the conversation. You're totally out of the... Yeah, she sees that guy all the time. That's her thing. That's what people do. That's the way people talk about each other. So you now you're out of now you're out of your own dates. You're out of your friends' mouths. You're not even in this conversation. Yeah, I think you probably it's annoying to end it because I, I guess someone with a weird schedule. Uh, it's tough because you know I work nights so much like you, and it's and you know you work these nights and yeah, and then. I'm like, well, I can meet you at 11. And they're like, I'm not a booty call. And I'm saying, well, that's not, that's when I work. <laughs> yeah. It's not a booty call. Yeah. And it's like, and then it's, it becomes this whole thing of like, oh, you know, people become pretentious with their schedules. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, I, I, you know, we sound like assholes too. I have to work every night. And then they go, well, wouldn't you make time for other people? I don't. <laughs> okay. You're a dickhead. You know, J train podcast.com. J train podcast at gmail.com hinge date with ego. <laughs> J train actual quick one for you. Got in the game, went on a hinge date. This dude asked not one question about me. Zero. It was awkward on my end. I asked him about the ho- job, hometown, friends, etc. There were so many awkward silences where I was waiting for. And what about you? But nothing. He was clearly thinking it went well and asked me to go to drink wine at his apartment. After I said no, he let, he texted me about how great it was and asked for a second date. He seemed like a cool dude. W- uh, was he nervous or what? I wasn't getting the vibe that he just wanted to hook up, uh, and I was giving no vibes that was happening. Maybe I'm being too harsh. Thanks for any input, P.S. Uh, and just like that, the email is a hefty paragraph. I get it now. Okay, well. Adding the PS made it even longer. He's got to. He's got to ask about. <laughs> you got to ask about other people. Uh, yeah, that's 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 first date. That's him at his best. Yeah, that's, that's job, him trying. That's job interview. And dude. he didn't even ask you he didn't one even fucking ask one question. Thing. Yeah, I. And what's interesting to me is the you have a f- great joke about like how low the bar is for men. Right. And it's like the bar is so low. Yeah. That she was like. He didn't try to fuck me, and he wants to go out again. Right. But he didn't ask one fucking question of her, and it was awkward silences. I forget like dating him again. Like he just sounds like a bad hang. Yeah, I. I it's okay to to say no to nice. Like yeah, he was nice, but he didn't ask any questions of you, and you left the date going. Man, there was a lot of awkward silences. But he didn't try to fuck me right away, and he seems like he really wants to date. Seeming like so, someone just dating someone because they want to date is the wrong reason to date. Yeah, we like came up on these rom-coms where guys would chase a girl to the airport, and now it's like, now it, this is the bar now. It's, it's insane. Well, that wasn't fair to, those, uh, to, to anyone either. But too. now it's swung the other way too yeah. much. Of course, that's ridiculous. Yeah. But it's, you know, I, I mean, to chase someone to the airport. We thank Al-Qaeda for that, you know? But <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So... I, if I were her, I would not go out with them Move again. On. Unless she wants to have that awkward... If she likes him enough to be like, hey, just so you know, you didn't ask... If she wants to do that, but well, it's... Well, it's also kinda... not getting better from here. You made the best point. Yeah. The That was him on his first date. Maybe he was nervous, but you're never too nervous to go, oh, what are you... You know, where are you from? The other problem... Anything. Here's the one thing that I'll maybe give him off the hook on. 
Sometimes you Google someone and look them up so much and maybe there's so much information out there that you know the answers and you just forget to ask those but you still things. But you still got to fake it. You got to fake it. He didn't even try to fake it. Because that's creepy if she's like, I do this, and he's like, I know. Like, that's <laughs> creepy too. So just fake the questions. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Sam Morell at Sam Morell. Old but new to dating. Jared Shelbin, a seam guest. Feather, feather. Obviously, I've rated, <laughs> reviewed, subscribed, and tagged a bitch on IG. Anyways, okay, well, thank you. I need your help. I'm 35, divorced, back in the dating game for about three years. Literally never dated anyone before I met my ex-husband. I have zero, had zero luck over the last three years, and it's been super frustrating. The other night, I went on an awesome date with a guy. Recently separated three kids, and we really hit it off. He made a weird comment that the first few uh, dates he went on, that the first few dates he went on after being separated had sex date one. He said that was a turnoff. And we said on the date that we would both like to hang out again. And we have been texting casually. No pressure. But the last seven women I went out stuck a finger in my butt yeah. date one. So <laughs> Just do with that you know. what you will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no plans. Is he not interested? Is he not interested because I didn't bang him date one like the other chicks? Is he busy because three kids? Should I ask him out? Ugh. What do I do? We love your input. Single in your mid-30s. P.S. Um, the IG. And would love a classic Shelby comparison. This is going to be a business for Shelby at some point. Uh, what do you think, Sam? Um, I think... Met gotta, this guy, three it, it kids. Sounds, I mean, it's just dating when you get older. It's just, I guess it's a, in a lot of places, there's baggage. You just got to, if you like the person, you got to accept the baggage, I guess. Well, but do you think, have you ever been on a date and made a comment like About that? Like I've gotten laid, like, like it's like a weird thing. I definitely didn't do it repeatedly. I might have made like one as a joke, but I've definitely, I've, I'd probably read the room and if it didn't go well, yeah. stop making sex jokes. Yeah. I, I, I'm wondering if he said that, what's the reason he would say something like that? Is it to let her know? Well, I, I don't like the, the, the idea of going on the date and going, yeah, I've had sex the last few times. It's why it didn't work out. <laughs> like, what are you trying to make yourself a hero? Like, it's like saying you're a male right. feminist. You're like, right. Like, kind of a bullshit thing. I didn't think of that. Like, it's like a little bit of a hero flag wave on his part. Yeah, it's weird. It's also, it's maybe a way to make it seem like he's cool. A good guy. Yeah, but but it's like, she's there already. You don't have to, like, yeah. you know, you don't have to sell. It's like he's selling himself in a way. She did say she had a good time. She wants another date. My advice, do you have a lookalike, Shelby? I'll say this. 35, more like... 25. Yeah, she does look young. I would have never good. guessed. I never would have thought. She's cute. This is her on the right, I think. Yeah, that's her. Cute. Looks good. I think for her, she has to be a... The, the problem of 35-year-old, new to the dating game, haven't had a lot of luck, is she's at the casino table with scared money. Right. She's afraid of losing. She's like, I got a guy with three kids, but he's a great guy. We had a good time and he had that weird sex thing, but I got I got to make sure I don't lose him. <laughs> and it's like, you yeah. know, again, the bar being low for men. Um, but you can't be afraid to lose something you don't have. So if I'm you, I would text him right now. Hey, I really had a good time. Let me know when you're free next week. I'm down to go out. Let's do it again. Yeah. And he at that point, you've 
put up the sign that says, take me out. You've made yourself vulnerable and he should make a date. If he doesn't make a date and he says kids and that and you go, that's okay. Hey, no problem. Let me know when you're ready. And then you got to kind of move on. Yeah. At that point. Yeah, I don't think it's a, for me, if I was a woman, it wouldn't be a deal breaker for me, him saying, I mean, he might be just a little insecure. It's a first date. Some people are, you know, nervous on first dates. Or he was so comfortable with you that he was like, yeah, I've had sex with three. Like, I've been on dates with girls where probably I've said things where they're like, can't believe he said that. And I'm like, yeah, I, I just don't. I'm, this is me. Sex stories way. are weird. I mean, I'm not on a date like, oh, it's good to be out with you. It's just been too many waitresses lately <laughs> on the road. It is a weird thing to, to... It's weird to bring up sex with other people. That weird humble brag. Yeah. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Um, decode hinge messages. Okay. Is Hinge the best one? Which is the best? To me, you know, I don't want to give a best or worst. I think there's different apps for different reasons. I think Bumble's kind of a quick fix. Hinge, I think you're going to have more to speak about, and it's a more... I think it's always better when you have to like something versus swipe something. Mm, just why like, is that? I think when you swipe, it's just such a quick movement huh. that you don't really think about the people that you're really... <laughs> throwing away hinge has the thing where you can like a specific answer someone gave or like uh so i like that app i like that aspect of the app where it's mm. like you said this thing or this picture looks good boom i and we have a connection i think like we have to start thinking about like how many just the world's different the way we interact with things instagram you double tap something you had to really want to like it to do it. Right. You know, like, True. I know it sounds like, the, oh, look at you, Mr. You know, but I'm right. saying. Cardio. Yeah, you have to really make a move. Um, so now we're used to a double tap being the effect of liking. Right. So when you're used to that, then when you do it on a dating app, it's like you put the same thought you put into liking a friend's picture on Instagram. And you have to... I think there has to be weight given to that. Yeah, that's true. Jared, many feathers from Texas. Need your wisdom on a hinge interaction because it feels symbolic of turns other conversations have taken. He asked me out last week for this week due to his travel schedule, but didn't try to nail down a day today until today, Wednesday. I'm busy until Sunday, so I thought it was a good idea to offer up brunch. His fridge response almost feels a bit rude and is a turnoff. Am I turn look just looking for a way to get my feelings? Am I just looking for a way to get my feelings hurt? Does this kind of crap bother anyone else? He could have just said no. Thank you and keep up the good work. So here's the interaction. I'll read him her. Well, hold on. Who's this from? A guy or a girl? This is from a girl. I'll read her. You read him. Okay. Howdy. Oh, they're in Texas. How was the trip? I've got plans Friday, but we'll be around this weekend. Could do like a Sunday brunch. Sunday brunch is a bold call for a first a first dating app date. We could sit at separate tables. She's still being fun. <laughs> okay. My table will be very close to my fridge. Ha ha. Okay. You are clearly not a fan of the brunch idea. I'll leave it to you then. Do you think this was mean? Do yeah, you I think, think he's kind of a dick. He's a dick, right? I mean, it's not. It's 
he made the one neg, and then he if it's the one he neg, double downed on it. I think you 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 give a person one neg, but once you go two, it's like all right, what are you trying to prove? You know. And also, joke time has to end. At some point, you just want to date. If you're like, hey, we should go out, and they're like, yeah, right, we should go out, <laughs> and then you go, okay, cool, but like, we're maybe we should go out, and they go, yeah, what are you a fucking idiot? You want to go out, and you're yeah. like, okay, when does that? Do you, are you on a dating app or not? You know, some people think negging is flirting now, though. I've talked about that a lot, like mm-hmm. on stage too, where it's like they'll just say rude shit to you, and you're like, no, I, and they think they're flirting with you. You can yeah, tell, I know, but I'm like, no, nah, I, I don't like. This. And they do it to comics a lot because yeah. they think like, oh, I'll go over the top, I'll show how good I am at this. That thing that they do. But I don't go and like do credits and debits for a girl who does fucking accounting. Like, I, I don't know. have to do that. No, it's they overdo it. And it's also this guy. I mean, it's not a bad burn, but it's not nice. <laughs> it's not. No. It, and also it doesn't. He she's doing all the effort. The, the problem I have with it is he she writes, hey, she's here with questions and thoughts and examples. <laughs> and he goes, Sunday brunch is bull. Like. Have you ever like have been like, hey, we should all do dinner? Uh, anybody want to do Mexican? And someone goes, Mexican, <laughs> ugh. Yeah. And you go, and then just like, okay, well, what's the other? Right, you know, right. like you've given nothing to this conversation. Yeah, don't if you're not given a solution, then don't just jump on the problem. Yeah. I hate, oh God, I've like had relationships fail over food. I, I swear to God, well, it's like. Yeah, and like, have you ever been on a brunch date? I don't think I have actually. I'm I've not been really, on a I'm, not, I'm not as much a day date guy, but I, I I'm open to it. I just haven't really done it. Also, there's nothing more serious about a brunch date. There's nothing that makes I, I actually think it's a fantastic way to meet someone. The light of day. You can get a little drunk. Maybe you go out into another bar from there. Just because, you know, it's during the day doesn't mean that it's more serious. No, you know, I don't think so at all. I just, I, I, I'm not a big day drinker. I yeah. like to drink at night, and I just hate being hungover at night. No, I know. But, I, uh, but I mean, no, I'm, I'm open to it. It sounds all right. And sometimes people do send me their dating app conversations, and they're, and I go, well, you're a dick, not him. Oh I'm on God. the side of this guy being a dick. Some girl sent me one the other day, and she was, she was like, I want to know what you think, and um, she wrote. So the guy wrote to her. It was something along the lines of uh, he was said hello. And then she goes, no smiles in any of your pictures. And he goes, ah, I just I don't like how my mouth looks with this. You know, I just don't like how I look smiling. And I thought that was a pretty like vulnerable way to respond. Like, yeah, yeah I just don't like how I look with a smile and vulnerable and, slash serial killer. For yeah, sure. yeah. And she goes, well, yeah. how do I know if you have any teeth? And then he wrote, I can promise you you'll see on the date. And then she goes, should I trust this guy? He might not have teeth. And I'm like, really? How bad do you think it is out there? Like, you know, like She's been burned before. Yeah. And it's like, and I go, and, and I said to her, I go, you know, she, I said, I don't mean anything by this. I'm happy you enjoy my stuff. But I'm going to say to you, if a guy wrote to you commenting on your looks negatively, you wouldn't be still here. You wouldn't right. still be here. If a guy wrote to you and was like, you, why do you make that stupid face in all your pictures? You'd be like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah. You looked at him and go, these are the pictures he thought were the best. The ones I always thought, there were always pictures on those that would bug me, like the girl with like the mustache glass. Yeah. That always kind of, I was like, that's not, it's not, I don't, it's the same joke. It's just that we've seen the joke before. Yeah, yeah. It's like, this isn't, yeah, I, I, t- I call it millennial Mad Libs <laughs> when yeah. you see the same language that you've seen 
for every dating app bio and picture. Like, it's all shit that's been pre-approved by the internet. So right. it's like, I hate CrossFit. And you and I love brunch. And get at me if you if you like a Netflix and chill. And it's like, okay. Yeah. You've just done all the shit that the internet has said Congrats, is okay to do. You're, you're everything. <laughs> J- uh, J- no, it's just, it's it, the negging for me is not, I, I would not go out with that guy. I mean, it doesn't sound like he wants to anyway, but. Yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored people. Whoo! I love this sponsor. Okay? They're called Third Love. You wouldn't think that this would be a sponsor on the J Train podcast, but it is. Okay? Third Love. I had no idea how hard it was to find a comfortable, good fitting bra. Okay? Until <laughs> Third Love came along. Okay? I gave my third love to my girlfriend and just went through and took the test and the thing. And what you find out is that boobs aren't all the same. And if you're sitting right now itching at the bra straps, let third love help you. I'll say this from personal experience. I have troubles finding good fitting T-shirts. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. And it's like what I would do to have a company where I could fill out a profile and then they could go, here's a T-shirt that's not like a dress, that's not like a crop top, that doesn't fit you weird up top because I have big uh, shoulders. You know, like I, I that third love is taking your body and specifically making sure that you get the support and bra that you need. And listen, here's what's special. They have... Breast shape matters when finding a good fit. I didn't even know that. Third Love helps you identify your breast size and shape so you can get a style that fits your body. And because all the data they've compiled from the Fit Finder quiz, over 12 million women have taken it. Third Love offers more sizes than any other brands. No more 34A, 36C. No. They offer 70, 70 sizes, including their signature half cup sizes. So many types of titties out there. That's right. Another day, another tit. Uh, there's something for everyone, every shape at thirdlove.com. What I love about this is we've taken something that bothers people and made it more comfortable for you. If you're not comfortable in your bra, you need to go check out Third Love. Third Love knows they're perfect bra for, there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering my listeners 15, one five, 15, that's free money. 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash JTrain now thirdlove.com slash jtrain to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash jtrain for 15% off. Get involved with that. Love that. Here was Sam Morell at Sam Morell. Uh, what the fuck are we? What does exclusive even mean? <laughs> Dear jtrain, uh, I love your podcast. I have to share it on all my social media. I love hearing men's point of view for all these topics. I've been seeing a guy for about five months now. We both got out of a five-year relationship prior to meeting. Granted, we are 24 and 25. How serious were those relationships? Actually, rolls eyes. Uh, I roll emoji. <laughs> I brought up what are we convo after about four and a half months into talking. I felt this was long enough because he told me he was seeing other... He wasn't seeing or hooking up with anyone else, and he referred to me as his fre- uh, friends as my girl. <laughs> That's a fun wraparound of girlfriend. Yeah. He juked out girlfriend for my girl. He manipulated it. Yeah. When I asked what we are, he said he didn't want to date yet because he was hesitant to get into a relationship again after che- getting cheated on. 
I told him I wasn't going to wait around. A five-year for cheat is rough. Yeah. And especially with someone that you grew up with because Oof. it was like five years. Of, you know, they started at 18 or 20 or whatever it is. Yeah, you look back at those as years wasted. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be okay. He'll be okay, but you know, yeah. five years. To, I mean, he missed out yeah. on some stuff. And especially during his part of life that he was, you know, could have been learning about himself a little bit more. I told him I wasn't going to wait around for him to decide one day he wants to date me, but realistically, I would date him tomorrow if he asked. I'm not exclusive to him as I've been on other dates, but he is still saying he is ex- only exclusive to me. We spend nearly three days in the week together and some on the weekend. We hooked up, but not enough to where I think this is all it, that is at the moment. If you are as confused as I am, I would uh, love to know. Please help. Do I stay or do I go? Love you guys. Any advice to appreciate? Yeah. I've attached a, sh- a photo if Shelby wants to do a celeb lookalike for us. Uh, I'm not desperate. I'm confused. Uh, so what do we think? Should she stay? Should she go? They look a little bit like brother and sister. <laughs> Um, Nothing wrong with that. that it is a lot. It is it's very cute. Yeah. A very good looking couple. Yeah, I think um, it is. I know women for them. I don't want to generalize, but a lot of women like the label. It means a lot to them. And mm. the, and the looks like I'm Elaine. The what? Elaine. Elaine. Julia Louise. Oh really? Dreyfus. I don't see it, but I mean she's very pretty. That, okay, I get where you're coming from. Skin tone and all that stuff. Dark hair, dark features. I, I definitely, I've definitely danced around it, where it's like, <laughs> where it's like, yeah, this is my main squeeze right here. Yeah, like, are you guys dating? We're like, look. Why I'm- would he like? What's the difference to you between? Because she says, "I want to, I want to date." What are we? And then he says, "I didn't want to date. Doesn't want to date yet because he's hesitant to get in a relationship again. But he wants to be exclusive." What's he's the protecting di- himself. He's yeah. definitely, he was just in a five-year relationship. He probably wants the illusion of freedom, even though he's kind of with her. Yeah. He probably wants to, like, feel free. Interesting. And he also got cheated on. I mean, that's, that's I you know, I get it. It sucks. Yeah, I, I, I think the illusion of freedom is huge. Yeah. That's a huge thing for guys and girls. Anyone coming out of something, you want to feel like, okay, I got out of it, and I got to have my single days. I got to... Go meet everyone. Also, here's the other thing. When you're out of a relationship, you're kind of tired of being responsible for other people. You're, you know, you have to, if you're in a relationship, you got to answer the text. You got to answer the call. You got to make a plan. You got to make sure, you know, I, I was sitting with my girlfriend this morning. She's like, well, what's the plan? She's coming with me to San Francisco. What's the plan for, we're going a couple days early. So we're going a couple days early. We're, do- we're going to do some stuff. And then she's like, well, what's the plan for this? What's the plan? And I planned out a whole day for one of the days. And then she goes, okay, well, what about Friday? I'm like, I already planned out Thursday. Damn, you know, like, it's like, and it's like, and it's like, and then she's like, well, what about Saturday? What are we going to do on Saturday? And it's like, it never ends in these things. <laughs> it's never a moment. I'm impressed you planned a day already. I, I planned a huge day. But you know Not just is? a regular day. So, and then you go, isn't that enough? And they go, well, aren't we going to eat on Saturday too? And you go, like, baby, oh, I got two podcasts yeah, to do. I, Jesus Christ. It's like enough already with well, all the plans. But I think the freedom thing, it's like, Maybe he doesn't even want, it sounds like he doesn't even want anyone else, but it's like when you go to the drugstore and there's 40 different toothpaste and you're going to get the same toothpaste, but you want to know you could have gotten a different toothpaste. Yes. So maybe that's... I think that's a part of it. And it's, and and also you want to know that you could get whatever toothpaste you want and also 
walk out of the store and not have to buy anything. Right. So when you're single, right. you don't have to do, you, you can go, ah, I'm just going to go to bed. I'm not going to do anything. And there's no answering to anybody. Right now, he's saying, I want to be with you, but I don't want to answer to you. The, 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 you're right. The, the, the label is representative of the expectation, I yes, think. Yes, absolutely. So I'm not confused as to what he wants. What I'm saying to you is, what's your expectation? When, and then she, the one thing she wrote in her email that kind of like turns me off a little bit, she goes, well, I'm still out here dating. So you're, you're, want, you're out there dating for what? To protect your feelings, I guess? To Maybe. protect... But at that point, I'd say to you, you need to get your feelings hurt if you're ever going to have them be fulfilled. So <laughs> you have to, if you're going to ever have like the thing you want the most, you have to put yourself on the line to maybe have them hurt a little bit. That's true. And also, yeah. he did say my girl. Like that is, you know, that is that's gross. That's pretty good. You got to be like a 10. You get into feel like a 10. You got to be able to feel like a one. Yes. I like that, out of Shelby. This that's is good. A poet. I no, but that's a, that's the truth. You gotta, and th this whole episode has kind of had the theme of like taking chances and living in your misery a little bit. You know, we started with the email about about um, you know, about moving to the city. Yeah, some things suck, but you have to go through suck to get to good. You know, yeah. there's a little bit of that, and it's like for her, I under. She's like, well, I don't want to fully. What are you missing out on? The fucking, you know, you said you're hanging out three days a week. He's calling you my girl. He's getting there. Yeah. If you're not getting, I, I think we have this whole thing of like the label versus what are, what are you going to get more out of the label? What is, what is the game? I think they just want to know. It's like the cliche where they, they want to know where, if it's going in that direction more. And it sounds like it is. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I mean so, but if you're, I mean, if you've been together this long and you're hanging three nights a week, it is weird that you're seeing other guys. I think. I think it is too. Like, how much? Who has that much time? Yeah, I'm tired, man. It, yeah. these emails are making me realize how tired I am. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I want J some time to just chill. At gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We should do one more. One more email. Here with Sam Morell at Sam Morell. I'll let you choose the title. Okay. Ghosted from across the country. Oh, okay. that sounds kind of fun. Career advice. Um. Ooh, I don't know if I want to read that one. Um, getting back out there. Ah, they all sound good, man. I don't know. You pick it. Ghosting from across the country. Let's do. That yeah, one. I kind of wanted that one. Long-time listener, first-time caller, I would love to get your opinion on this strange situation. A few months ago, I matched with a guy on Tinder. We went for drinks that night. We totally hit it off. But unfortunately, I live in Chicago, and he lives in San Fran. You should text him to come to these shows tonight and tomorrow. <laughs> he left town the next morning. Uh, we had such an in immediate, strong connection. Didn't hook up. I legitimately felt like he was my person. We kept in contact every day via FaceTime and text. Whoa. We de developed strong feelings for each other regardless of distance. After a month and a half of talking, I had to travel to San Francisco for work and asked him if I should stay the weekend. He said yes, made plans for our entire weekend. I booked a hotel. Just Take a note, Jared. What's that? Take yeah. a note out of that. <laughs> what? <laughs> he planned an SF weekend. Yeah, yeah, right? Fuck this dude. Uh, <laughs> I booked a hotel. 
just in case things got weird. Fortunately, we had an amazing time. Hooked Damn. up, spent the whole weekend together. I even met his SF friend. Hotel is no joke either. That's, that's a pricey. Expensive. That's a pricey. I even met his friends who text him afterwards that they love me. That, sat, that Sunday when I was leaving, he said he was really sad when I was going. He said, I love you? Said I was, no, he said he was really sad I was going, oh. and it showed. As soon as I got home, communication was not as frequent. But he still seemed interested. He called a few times, would DM on Insta, and asked if uh, he should visit for the 4th of July. I said, of course. But a week later, I asked if he was coming, and he said he wouldn't be able to, to with work flights, but what other weekends work? I responded with my availability and haven't heard from him since. I don't like that, he, uh, that she had to ask to find out he wasn't coming after he said he was coming. Yeah. That's a bad sign. It means that he really didn't mean it. Like, she writes, what the heck happened? Love your podcast and thanks again. So do you, do you have any thoughts on this? <sighs> I don't know, man. I've definitely had a few, like, Instagram, like, n- probably never going to happen flirtations. And part of the reason yeah. they're hot is because, like, I'm DMing with someone in Australia. And I definitely told her, I was like, you're my crush because this will probably never be. So yeah. There, there's some of that, you know? But... It's also the difference when you're like, he planned a whole weekend. Anyone can plan one weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Except you. (laughs) Except me. I can plan one day. (laughs) But my point is that he was on as your boyfriend for one weekend. Yeah. He, and this is, goes back to the last guy where he's talking about, you know, responsibility for someone and signing up for that. He had the weekend. He did it. He got it out of his system, and now he's like, okay, well, where does this go? Are we going to go? Am I going to be flying back and forth to Chicago and San Francisco? Is that right. what we're going to do? Um, is this realistic? And he, and you know what? The other thing is you came for another reason. You didn't come for just him. Yeah. He, that is actually the best case scenario for the hookup and the weekend plan because he can always say, well, she's coming anyways. When he goes to you, and it's for no reason other than you. That is a progression of this relationship that makes this a more real thing and that he has to deal with. True. So I'm not saying he should ghost. I think she needs to text him, hey, I think we need to like have some sort of talk about what's going on here. I understand we're not like a real thing. I understand that it was fun. Yeah, but guys I really, love those messages. The worst. <laughs> yeah. The, I feel some other just thinking about it. It, you it know? sucks. But I mean, she's sitting here in just like, just he just disappeared. And I understand that yeah. happens. And, no, you're right. But, she's... you know, he only did what was easiest for him. You have to remember that. You met when he's on a business trip. Yeah. You then had the second hangout when you were there anyways. This is, you know what it is also? It's the hottest part of these things are the will they, won't they. Every sitcom gets shittier when the two main stars hook up. Yeah. The best parts are when you're like, will they hook up? And then it go. I mean, look, you guys hooked up. You did it. So, it. you know, I'm not saying in all relationships that's the case, but in long distance, I think it is because there's that buildup. There's that buildup. And it's also like this whole thing of like, it's sexy, it's fun, and also you have a built-in out. Yeah. You have a built-in grab in case of emergency that'll shoot him out of the fucking plane and parachute him home. Because you live in Chicago, I live in San Francisco, love can't win. But you, got, but you get that acceptance feeling of like, we're both kind of waiting on the text. It's kind of it's hot and also yeah. kind of satisfying. And the thing is, with texting, you can feel connected to someone that you're not really connected with. Like, you guys talked every day, but like, 
really, what did he have to do to do, to make that happen? But they FaceTime, which is like, that is kind of intense. That's taking the DMing up a notch. Sure. I mean, but the, the idea of the FaceTime you can do from your couch, you don't even have to get dressed. You can put on a t-shirt and have <laughs> be naked down low. Right. You know, you, you know, it's like when they tape ESPN, you know, talking heads from their home. Right. Like they put on a top of a suit and downloads their swim trunks. Like right, right. He's got, he didn't have to do very much, you know, like he didn't. So, I mean, right now, at the point you're at, you put him at make an effort moment, and he chose no effort. Yeah. And but he did, he did say choose another weekend. He didn't, he I didn't would, But then he, she did and no answer. That's true. So he's like, she's like, choose another weekend. He's like, goodbye, and then like runs away. You I know? think once you feel that one, it's, it's, a, it's a supposed to be a dance, and that when the dance is equal early on, it's fine. But when one person starts going a little harder, mm -hmm. it's so easy to feel smothered. Yeah. And, it, and these distance ones, we get so many emails from people that are like, they live three hours away, or they live an hour away, or whatever. It's a one flight, and you go, yeah, but... But you really have to make it has to have effort and energy. I feel smothered when friends make plans in the city. You know mm. what I mean? So when you, you tell me to go, I mean, I when, when they're like, we should see a movie next week. I'm like, all right. Like, there was a part of me that's like, fuck, even though I want to see the movie. You know what I mean? Though? We had this guy in my fraternity. I'll never forget. It. He used to always come in and be like, you know, what we should do like we'd be sitting in a room <laughs> on the couch and then he'd pop his head in and he'd go. Yo, we should go to the the di you know there's a there's a there's a farm like two miles oh, from here. I hate that guy. And it's like he's <laughs> the like adventurer. Yeah, the adventurer. And he's like, we should go to the cream the, the the farm. They have the best chocolate milk, and we're all sitting there like, yeah, that's Sunday like, fun day with these pig dicks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, that was a great sketch. And, and but it's like how like we're sitting there being like, why do you have to run in with this whole thing that like we like you. We yeah, chocolate milk sounds good, but I don't want to fucking do that right now. No, because those people are always down for some crazy adventure, and they need they need a partner in crime. And yeah. it's hard that when you're that level of energy, you it's hard to find someone like you. Yeah, it's it's really tough, and and I think for her, she has to like you have to sit there and go. I I think you can't be offended by this. I think it's more. Hey, I would text and be like, hey, it's. Weird that you just kind of disappeared on me. I get that it's a long flight. I get that it's hard to like try and make this work. I enjoyed time with you. I've had a tough time finding people to enjoy time with. Uh, it seems like you enjoyed time with me. Let me know if you're ever in the area. Boom. Yeah, but then she's kind of giving it up a little bit. Like you got to give it up. Yeah, I guess because I mean, he's at this point he doesn't see the the problem is everyone's disposable. Like he's like. Oh, there's a great girl that I met in Chicago, but I'll find another great girl in San Francisco. That is the problem, man. I, I don't know if it's the challenge that's a turn on at this point, but there's so many options with Instagram and dating apps and everything that it, it's almost like something is lost for yeah. sure. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Shelby, you want to do some news? Let's do it. Let's do it. You're heading to, or you're at San Francisco right now. I'm in San Francisco right now. You should come to the show. Well, I have some bad news. Oh, no. The lovely city of San Fran has effectively banned e-cigarettes. Really? 
Why? They, they hate San Fran, by the way, Shelby. You got to say SF. SF. They hate San Fran. San Fran. Why <laughs> do they, <laughs> Shelby, going against them, even though we need people to buy tickets there. Uh, what? Why are they getting rid of e-cigarettes? They do not care for them, and they say no person sell, shall sell or distribute an electronic cigarette to a person in San Francisco after the city's Board of Supervisors unanimously voted in favor of it. See, this seems like a weird thing. Like, San Francisco, this was your biggest issue? Yeah. The e-cigarettes, the things that help people get off of cigarettes. Why don't you make them harder for young people to buy? they said this is a decisive step to help prevent another generation of San Francisco children from becoming addicted to nicotine. Yeah, but, okay, what does nicotine do to you? Does it do anything? Is it, isn't it the tar and all the other shit that's bad for you? I think so, but the, I mean, here's what's annoying, man. Like I, I, so I just recently did a stand-up benefit, and I get there, and some, you know, you ever just say yes to a benefit, and sure. you don't even know? Like, I got there, and I was like, what is this for? Yeah, yeah, And she said it's to prevent teenage vaping, and I swear, I'm like, if I've ever given less of a fuck about a charity, it's like, you'd be hard-pressed to find yeah, it. That's called uh, parenting. It's like what you said about the one thing, it's like, that's your thing. Like, if you're doing a benefit, do something for the homeless or cancer or something. Like, that's your thing? So that's yeah. kind of how I feel about this law. Is it preventative about, I, I'm sure you're more likely to smoke cigarettes, but like those stats are horseshit, man. It's like when you say that marijuana is a gateway drug yeah, and you're like, yeah, well, yeah. if you were going to do coke, you were going to do it regardless. And I, yeah, you know? and I know someone's going to write to me and go, you don't understand the vape epidemic in this country. And I'm going to go, listen, there's an epidemic for everything. There's yeah. something, someone could DM me about any subject we bring up on this show and go, this is hurting people. And I yeah. go, yeah, you're correct. Life is hurting people. Yeah. So, but also there's parenting and there, there's, there's, there's things that like people should be responsible for and then there's things the government should be responsible for. Like yeah. having ramps for people to get into places. I love that the, the government should be making sure that people that are in a wheelchair have wheelchair access to everything. That's not something my parents can help. You know, the right. government needs to help there. The government doesn't need to help parent these kids. Right. You know, where it's like, and it's also like San Francisco. That's your only problem. Well, is that the you only have, issue? You have people walking around that are homeless and, and literally like running up to you in the street and tweaking freaking, and going crazy. Well, what also. And the, and the, and the fucking vape, the vape pens, which help people get off of cigarettes. That's their main. The just because they became you cool, flipped it right. You say it, it leads you to cigarettes, but how many people is it getting off cigarettes? Yeah. And what and, about and, the adults here? What's that? What about the adults? Yeah. What about? And it's like the adults who need these things, and also there's also all these things that say like you know the hand to mouth thing, where it's like the reason people get into it is because it gets them away from doing other things that they would do be doing hand to mouth, biting your nails or whatever doing it might other be. Shit, yeah. So. But it's just like, and also, I don't disagree with someone that someone is being hurt by the vape pens. Yeah, we don't know what's, we probably still don't know the long-term effects. We have no fucking clue. But also, let's worry about the shit that we have to worry about. Like, why are, the, the, the idea that someone went to an office, that a politician went to an office and was like, going to take care of vape pens today. And it's like, no, 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 no. How about the tent cities that line your highways? Yeah. It's, like, and uh, I'm not, that's like a high and mighty thing. Like, I'm not going to take care of that. But... Isn't that what politics are for? Isn't that what these government officials are for? The tech companies are are killing that city. 
You it, think so? Oh my god, dude. Yeah, it's like it. It's funny. It's like that's what happens when like, like I'm a pretty liberal guy, but that's what happens when you give liberals all the power. Yeah, it turns into like, well, <laughs> you know, like they're like we should all get, and then you're like you fucking ruin the city. Sure. Well, when you give liberals all the power, there's a big piece of their day that goes into making sure everyone knows they're a good person. <laughs> so it's like, it's so it's a, like smug assholes that ruin yeah, your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do some more. You got another story? I believe I do. Okay. <laughs> but I, I still love SF. I'm not trying to take away from it, but God One damn, of the it's... best drinking towns I've ever been to. I love that Chinatown area where there are all these like little tiny bars with character. Yank Sing is another great spot if you want right, dim sum. I got to go. Yank I, Sing. I think I went. Amazing. It, I went with a friend. I'll tell my sum. boy Adam Swig to go out there to see you. He's, he's the, he runs SF. He's, I, I he's, like, he's like Lebowski if he kind of had it together. I'd love a, I love a mayor. Dude, he's he yeah. took me he took me to the uh to the Giants game last time I was there. Tell have him come out. We got another story? We do. I have some even more unsettling news. Oh no. If you heard of deep fakes. So deep fakes are basically they're making videos that are very, very that make your face over the person. They'll make it look like you're in the video. Is that what a deep fake is? I could take a video of Sam doing stand up. Put your face on it, that, and it would make and it. And it would look really a lot. Mm-hmm. Wow, and that, it's I've, probably gonna get dangerous, right? Oh it's yeah, getting dangerous. I've heard that, they, like, they're gonna do this with porn, <laughs> where they would deep fake, like, it would really look like Kim Kardashian's. Well, video. a yeah. new app called Deep Nude has emerged. Damn. Oh, see, exactly. Always, that's the thing. Every technology starts in porn. Yeah, all streaming video. Like all this stuff, porn is the real guns and porn. That's all our technologies from war and sex. I have uh, the you can upload a fic- picture of a clothed person, so a friend, someone you see in the street. Yep, and it'll spit out a nude version of that same. Oh my god! Okay, like, we, this is my- This is what happens when you put the nerds in charge. But you know what? It, how fun would it be to be a student in like seventh grade when this came out well, this and you is, just, your teacher's going to kick you out you just hold up a nude picture this, of him? This is exactly what I'm talking about, though. This is why, like, we were all on board to, ta- to get rid of bullies. We were all on board. Fuck you, jock. Fuck you, bullies. The nerds are in charge. And then the minute the nerds got in charge, they knew how to use technology. And now they've taken meanness and anger and put it on fucking an algorithm that can really fuck with your life the jocks couldn't do shit to you they could give you a wedgie yeah. they only it's this is the difference between uh when someone's a, a bow and arrow and a machine gun you know the jocks and the bullies from yesteryear could only shoot you with an arrow they could only right. give you a, a wedgie the new, the new people in charge, the nerds that know how to code, they can take a f- picture of your face and make you naked in front of the whole school. Yeah, we're dealing with assholes versus supervillains here, yes. basically. Yeah. That's a, this is exactly what... Assholes versus supervillains is a perfect way to put it. I mean, are jocks unbearable at times? Sure, but nerds are the ones with the power. Yes, and now they're utilizing it to be the biggest... It's like uh, what, The Incredibles. That was the whole premise of that movie, that that guy became a supervillain because he was a big fucking loser. Dude, a jock is basically maybe, you know, grows up to still be a villain, maybe corrupt cop. A, a geek who grows up to be a villain is Elizabeth Holmes. 
Yes. You know what I mean? That's so exactly it's, right. That's the problem. That's the problem. We, we, we fucking rose these people up. We made comic books cool, and now we're fucking <laughs> dealing with this shit. Now we got, we got to worry about being, you know, looked at, you know, put into an app to look like a nude fucking idiot. Yeah, I have even worse news. Oh, no. They got a lot of bad feedback and heavy traffic, and uh, the guy announced that he deleted the app. Oh, <laughs> wow. every, every nerd listening right now had their dick in their hands ready to masturbate to a, a picture of of someone they wanted to see naked that just got like Lin- just like a flower linda from down the hall or whatever <laughs> yeah that, it's over for you well shelby thank you for bringing the news thanks for having me sam morell thank you for coming on thanks for having me dude fantastic all of you guys go follow sam on instagram at Sam Morell on Instagram. I'll be posting him on mine so you can go find him, follow him. The videos are great. He's got a couple of great projects coming out. Classic Shelb, thank you for bringing the news. Mm-hmm. At Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday, every Friday. Your emails, your stories, your questions. Keep spreading the word. And if you're in San Francisco tonight and tomorrow, come on out. Bring a crew. I'll be there. We'll have some laughs. Boom. <laughs>